This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV. Welcome to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes. As we talk about the greater Charlottesville real estate market, and we'd like to interview real estate leaders on this program and discuss the real estate issues of the day, please check out our Facebook fan page where we host podcasts of our previous shows, as well as some other useful real estate information. And if you like Twitter, I love Twitter. I'm on it. My handle is at Jeff Gaffney, so please uh, send me a message or tweet me out. But I am constantly tweeting out real estate articles or other articles of interest, so let's connect on Twitter. And today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Movement Mortgage. You can check out their very good website. It's movement.com. You can go on their site. Get yourself pre-approved before you begin your home search in 2016, and that will give you a big advantage, movement.com. We also want to thank Craig Builders and Ryan Holmes for sponsoring today's show. Well, the 2016 real estate market is off to a blistering start to shop for your new home. You can check out today's Daily Progress, where Real Estate 3 has an ad with photos and directions to our open houses, or if you like to cruise the web, go to realestate3.com. Check out our new website. You can see all of the open houses uh, that we have today, as well as shop for your new home at realestate3.com. Again, this is Charlottesville Insights. Jeff Gaffney, your host. We're going to take a break and be right back with today's guest. Please stay with us. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights the preserve at Glenmore, the newest section in Glenmore. A limited number of larger home sites are now available. Enjoy the benefits of acreage while having the nearby country club amenities. Build your dream home plus 50% off Glenmore Club memberships. The properties are listed by Jeff Gaffney. See this and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with your host, Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights traditional homes of Albemarle. With 25 years of experience in the new home industry, they're proud to offer affordable priced homes with quality construction and appointments, offering a great value to the homeowner. Contact Tim Carson at timcarson.com for more information. And be sure to tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights this stunning Batesville area home with an open and bright flowing floor plan and a mild contemporary craftsman style flair. You'll love the private setting. It's on 5.33 acres with a stream. The property's listed by Tim Carson and Jeff Gaffney. See this and Tim and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 on News Talk 1075 FM and 1260 AM WCHV. 
And welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. And with us on the program today is Maggie Gunnels. Maggie is a superstar for Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3. And Maggie, we're so excited to have you on the show. We want to talk about the market here and now because I think a lot of our listeners don't understand how incredibly hot the real estate market is now. From right. your perspective, give us the snapshot of here and now. What do you think? The market's strong. The market's strong for sellers. The market's strong for buyers. Um, it is, it's, it's a, it's a good market right now. Yeah. Um, sellers are able to, they're on, they're on market for less days on market and they're able to capture a higher price and buyers as well that, you know, as we were saying, the interest rates are really low. Um, so yeah, the market's really good right now. Let's talk about our seller clients for a second. What? Give me two things that you would tell any seller who's thinking about selling their home in 2016. Two things you have to do in order to sell your home in 2016. From Maggie Gunnell's perspective, two things are must do. Two things must do. Every seller must do. One, you've got to price it right, mm -hmm. right off the bat. Mm -hmm. A lot of sellers come to me and say, well, well let's try 5000 10000 maybe. We can always 15, float down. We can always come down. It is the last thing you want to do. You mm -hmm. want to price right, right off the bat. Statistically, when we look at the stats, it says that you're going to get more money out of your house if you price it right instead of doing even small price reductions. People, the buyers then sit there on Zillow and Trulia and they see that five thousand, that ten thousand dollar price reduction and they say, Why? Why mm. is there why is that reduction? What's wrong? What's wrong with that house? So we don't want to do that. You want to price it right right off the bat and then you're more likely to get an offer right away or mm. multiple offers. Mm -hmm. um, pricing it right and then the next thing you want to do is have it move in ready. Buyers, as much as I hate to say it, don't have vision. Mm. They want that product to be laid out for them. They want to mm. see it and be able to know, oh, that's exactly where I'd put my couch. Or this is great for my television setup or my you know, my bedroom furniture. They want to know exactly how that, that space is going to feel. They don't want to come in and have to paint. They don't want to come in and have to deep clean a home. They mm. want move-in ready. They want the landscape to be done. And just simple things, you know putting down a little bit of mulch, um, having cleaning your baseboards, mm -hmm. um, just making your home sparkle. Mm -hmm. That's really, really important. A lot of people underestimate the importance of having it clean. One more question along those lines. How important, in your opinion, is the smell of a home when you walk <laughs> in the front door? Oh, smell. That's one of the tough ones. You know, it's how do you tell somebody it smells like dirty <laughs> diapers. Oh, you got to give that dog a bath more often. Mm. You know, it's it's just a tough thing to talk mm -hmm. about with people. Um, but it's so important because it makes people wonder, is this home maintained? Even if it is dirty diapers, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that they have a hard time getting past. So smell is really important. Cleaning your carpets, having them professionally cleaned. It's something that tends to be a lot less expensive than most people think. Mm. And it can go a long way with getting some odors out. And another thing like smoke in a home that's always that's a it's big a killer. killer it's a deal killer let me let me tell you where i'm going with this because almost all of my seller clients and and, and maggie you r represent and have represented a lot of builders and so you know 
that buyers today walk through a lot of different beautiful model homes. Right. And when they have the model home mentality is what I call it, they have model home mentality, and now they're going into your, we call it resales, previously owned home. Right. So when they walk in that door, as advising our sellers, we're always telling them, that you have to somehow recreate that new home feeling, (laughs) that loving feeling that you get from the model home. And the two things that I am constantly preaching to our seller clients on are paint and carpet. And in the upper price ranges, I am almost universally saying that you need to replace the carpet. It's not as much as you think. Right. I love to use Rusty at Rusty Miller at Floors R Us does a fantastic job. They come out and the next day you have all new carpet and it's not that expensive. And then there's a lot of different painters that we use. But when you walk in the front door of a previously Mm -hmm. owned home and you smell the new paint (laughs) and new carpet you have a real chance to get maximum price don't you you know i completely agree i yesterday i was getting quotes for this exact thing at a house great house really Mm. great house great bones it should sell really really very quickly the walls are beat up mm-hmm. just from people walking down hallways. Yeah. And it's not that they that the home itself is a bad home. It just needs a fresh coat of paint mm-hmm. and it needs some new carpet. And it's going to be one of those things. Well, they will see an offer. The, the buyers are going to ding them and they'll ding them big because of something where, you know, you could spend pretty minimal amount of money compared to what the home is worth. And they should be able to get a much better return on the property right. if they were to do this small investment in things like paint and carpet mm-hmm. and sometimes other things mm. like caulking for instance yes. that's another thing like caulking joints that's a super simple thing for a handyman to do and buyers freak out when they see um the cracks yes in yes. the crown molding and a lot of times there's um what we call, uh, if you can picture the pillars on decks where the wood separates and moves a little bit. And so when you're getting ready to put a home, any home on the market, to really re- recock and tighten up these homes, yes, not very expensive to do. Yes, And if you can't do it yourself, Maggie Gunnels, myself, and others on the Real Estate 3 team can hold your hand through that process. Absolutely. Make it, make it real easy. Now, Maggie, we're talking with Maggie Gunnels from Real Estate 3. Maggie, um, without giving away all your trade secrets, <laughs> although I want them, um, how do you price a home today? Uh, do you compare it with new construction? Do you go back and look at sold comparables? Do you kind of uh, stick your finger in the air and say, my experience <laughs> says... What's my gut telling me? Yeah, I know. A lot of it is that. <laughs> is there any magic It is formula? a lot of that, isn't it? Is? It, it yeah. really can be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of all of that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of what is your gut telling you because mm-hmm. if you're an experienced agent and you know that neighborhood well... Oftentimes, you're going to know exactly what yeah. the price is. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I like to know what what's my gut telling me, mm-hmm. and then I go back and I look at the numbers. Yeah. So see if it double 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 checks, check. Right? Yes. So recently, what we what we do when people want to know what their home is worth, we create what we call a CMA, mm-hmm. a comparative market analysis. And what we do is we look at the last six months of sold inventory because that's what an appraiser is going to look at. Most often, you are going to sell your home to a buyer getting financing and they're going to need to have it appraised by a third party. So we typically look at the last six months, which is 
like I said, the appraiser is going to do that. And we see, oftentimes we'll look at price per square foot. Mm -hmm. Um, And then sometimes, depending on the neighborhood, we'll take into consideration what the tax assessment value is, Mm -hmm. but not always. It really just depends on the neighborhood. Oftentimes I get people saying, well, the tax assessment value is, is X. Why aren't you giving me X? Or, or I thought it was, I thought it was less because of my tax assessment value. Tax assessment value is different than market value. Mm -hmm. So we really need to focus on market value. And we do that by looking at the sold data. What are buyers willing to pay for? What have they been previously willing to pay for for a piece of property? And then that gives us a great indication of what the next buyer is going to pay for this property. Let me repeat that for any of our listeners. The one key phrase that you need to know is what is your price per square foot? The buyers today, they know the math. They're doing the math and they're figuring out, is it $175 a square foot? Is it $200 a square foot? Or are you a really good deal and offering $150 a square foot? Sellers, do the math and know where you stand on the price per square foot basis. Maggie, the show is almost coming to an end here, and I have two more questions. I'm probably not going to get to them both. Talk to me about investment property. We have a ton of investors that are moving into this market. Are you working with them, and what are they buying? I am. um, I think real estate is a great way to create wealth for someone. Um, Right now, for instance, I have a client that bought two townhomes. They spent $150,000 roughly on each townhome. They're going to be able to get... a return of around $1,200 a month on each townhome. And the reason they did this was they were tired of the stock market. Mm -hmm. They wanted something that was a little bit more stable. So not only are they able to capitalize on that monthly return, they also have that yearly price appreciation, which we see around 3 to 6% depending on the year. Um, So it's a great way to build personal wealth, even if you don't have the cash. Mm -hmm. Interest rates are super low right now. It's a great way to leverage debt and take out some debt and, you know, get a mortgage for $500, $600, $700. I mean, there are properties that you can get a mortgage that low and have a few hundred dollars in return each Mm -hmm. month. And all of a sudden you, you have something to show for it in a few years. It's a great way to maximize wealth. And um, I've always tried to coach my uh, owners of investment property that the, my three favorite words for investors are June, July, and August. You try to get your leases to expire in June, July, and August where there is an abundance of tenants that are looking to rent in those months. And so if you can work, you really want to, you probably agree with this one, Maggie, you really want to try to avoid having a lease expire in November because you may be looking at (laughs) some- I've been there personally. You you may look at some (laughs) vacancy, but if you can kind of nurse your way to get to even May, but June, July, and August. Well, this is Charlottesville Insights. Maggie Gunnels, I have so much more to talk to you about. I I know, this was so fun. I have to get you back on this program. We have lots more to cover. So, um, well, thanks for joining us on this show. It's great to have you. This is Charlottesville Insights. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us today. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights the preserve at Glenmore, the newest section in Glenmore. A limited number of larger home sites are now available. Enjoy the benefits of acreage while having the nearby country club amenities. Build your dream home plus 
50% off Glenmore Club memberships. The properties are listed by Jeff Gaffney. See this and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with your host, Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights traditional homes of Albemarle. With 25 years of experience in the new home industry, they're proud to offer affordable priced homes with quality construction and appointments, offering a great value to the homeowner. Contact Tim Carson at timcarson.com for more information. And be sure to tune in here to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 spotlights this stunning Batesville area home with an open and bright flowing floor plan and a mild contemporary craftsman style flair. You'll love the private setting. It's on 5.33 acres with a stream. The property's listed by Tim Carson and Jeff Gaffney. See this and Tim and Jeff's other listings at realestate3.com. And tune in to WCHV 107.5 every Sunday morning at 1130 for Charlottesville Insights with host Jeff Gaffney. This is Jeff Gaffney, CEO of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3, the market leader in Central Virginia. How's the real estate market? As realtors, we get asked this every day. Are things getting better? Are we headed for a double dip? Has the market hit the bottom? Tune in every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. for Charlottesville Insights. I will be hosting movers and shakers from the Charlottesville region to gain insight into the real estate market. Check us out on the web at realestate3.com. This is Charlottesville Insights with Jeff Gaffney, supported by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate 3 on News Talk 107.5 FM and 1260 AM WCHV. Welcome back to Charlottesville Insights. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and thanks for joining us today. And with us on the program, we have Maggie Gunnels, a superstar in real estate. Maggie, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me. So uh, we like to kind of give people, our listeners, like to know a little bit about the background. So could you kind of tell us a little bit about where you're from? Where did you grow up? Kind of those vital information details. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I grew up in Herndon in Northern Virginia, and my folks decided to move down to Charlottesville in 2001. They got sick of the traffic, and mm-hmm. we moved down and never looked back. Mm-hmm. And where did so where did you go to high school? I went to Fluvanna County High School for two years. Mm-hmm. I was able to graduate from college in three years because of all the credit I got from Fluvanna County High School. Um, and then after college, um, my husband and I, or my boyfriend at the time, we decided to come back to Charlottesville. Um, knew it was a good place, or we thought it was a good place to get our feet underneath of us, and then we decided there's no better place. Mm -hmm. So we stayed. Charlottesville is awesome. And once you live here, it's hard to, especially if you've spent a number of years in Charlottesville, it's tough once you get attached to this place and then you find yourself going somewhere else, you get so homesick for Charlottesville. You do. You do. When I was younger in my early 20s, we used to think, oh, we'll go to California. We'll Mm -hmm. live in California or someplace that seemed exotic. And then every time we'd go visit, I find myself coming back thinking, no, nothing's better than this. <laughs> That's funny because my two favorite places on the planet are San Diego and Charlottesville. They're so different. Yeah. I spent I spent a significant amount of time uh, in a previous career. Um, it was 
a long time ago. I was chasing a football career, and I was out in San Diego with the Chargers. Wow. And I spent a significant amount of time in that area. Loved it. But um, my girlfriend, then fiancé, and now wife, Mm -hmm. was not too upset when I missed my last kick in San Diego. And back to Charlottesville, I came. (laughs) And my wife is born and raised in Charlottesville, and her family is from Charlottesville. And so... Um, when we had the opportunity to stay in Charlottesville and get into the real estate business, I was like, absolutely, I love this place. And so for me, it's been a 27, I can't believe I say that, 27 (laughs) year journey in the real estate business. And now to see what Charlottesville looks like and see kind of the new areas that are happening and developments and so forth. It's really cool. And I think Charlottesville, um, let me get your take on this since you've been here a while. Okay. What do you think about kind of the growth of Charlottesville from your perspective? Is it too much? Is it just right? Would you like to see more growth kind of from your perspective of living in Charlottesville? Do you have an opinion on that? I think that you know, I like the growth. The growth brings new stores like Wegmans. It mm. brings in um, the shops at Stonefield. It brings in all these exciting things that I like for day-to-day living. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Charlottesville is so great because it's a type of town where it's easy to get from one end to the other, or at least this is somebody coming from Northern Virginia saying it's easy to get from one end to the other. But then we also have a lot of really great restaurants yes. and great things that are great for day-to-day living. So I enjoy the growth. I enjoy, and I think it's a nice growth. It's nothing that, it's not this huge explosion like what happened in Fairfax County and in Loudoun County. There's still farmlands and beautiful vistas. So it's 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 great. I think it's I a great balance. You. I think it's sensible growth. Oh, we'll come back to the growth question, but I want to uh, check this box. Where did you go to college? I went to Radford University. you Radford. Oh, awesome. Um, my friend... Richie McKay is the head coach of Liberty, which is in the Big South. And I noticed Radford's in the Big South and they play each other right. in uh, in basketball, Radford. And so how many years ago did you decide to start a career in real estate? Let's move into that. Sure. So back in 2007, I had graduated um, from college and I started working an, in sales in Radford while my husband was finishing up school and or my boyfriend was finishing up school. And then I called my parents who also happened mm-hmm. to be in the real estate industry and said, how can I come work with you? Mm-hmm. Please. I really want to do it. I just saw them be so successful at it for so many years. And it was something that I really, really wanted to do. And my dad instantly said, yes, absolutely. Let's do this. So, um, we ended up coming up here and it's been, my husband ended up landing a great job in finance and um, worked there for seven years. And now he has transitioned into real estate and we'll be building some homes soon. And it's just, it's been such an amazing thing for me personally and professionally having been in real estate and starting in real estate. I love it. Let me talk about your mom and dad for a second. And we're talking with Maggie Gunnels and this is Charlottesville Insights. Um, Your parents... Uh, Betsy and Fred Gunnels um, started a real estate team, the Gunnels Group, and um, 
it's interesting because talking with you and spending time with you, I see how you are a combination of your parents. <laughs> uh, Fred, you have left brain, right brain with Betsy and Fred. You have Fred was the um, systems operations man in that um, in that partnership, and your mom is one of the great salespeople Aww. of all time. I've always loved her as Me a too. person. And um, what have you, let me ask you this question. Watching your mom and dad in the business build such a successful real estate team and have such a successful real estate career, what are a couple of things that maybe you've learned from them, mm -hmm. just kind of watching them in their real estate practice? What have you learned that you can share with us? I think the best thing that they taught me, and this was like day one, that you always put your client first mm -hmm. and you always do the right thing. So even if you're not going to benefit from doing that thing, if your client benefits, you do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So truly, that's something that they have always hit home for me in the beginning and still now mm. it's something we talk about it's always a part of the conversation when we think of how are we going to handle the situation and the first question we always ask is how is this going to benefit our client what's the best way to go about finding the solution it's that's the first answer that we try and find is what's the best solution or best way to go about this for our client and then and then we go from there so i've always seen that particularly you know fred is a little bit more behind the scenes um, but Betsy, I have always seen that with her, that she always kind of leads with her heart mm -hmm. and, um, she has a huge heart and people love her and she would do anything for her clients. Right. That's just apparent when you are, are with her and of course with, uh, Betsy and Fred. And so what a successful real estate career. And so what a great opportunity for you to kind of learn from the masters and now kind of take that and build upon it yourself. It's a perfect situation for you. Um, so as we go forward, uh, and we're going to take a break in just a couple of minutes here, Maggie, but can we look back at 2015 and for you how would you characterize when you look back at the 2015 real estate market from you and your perspective and your practice 2015 was the year of of growth it really you know 2014 2013 were years of healing and 2015 we started to see some growth mm -hmm. so 2015 was a great year it was a year that a lot of sellers were looking for yes. um and now it's great to see all of that momentum from 2015 explode into 2016 it's just it's amazing what's happened over the last 15 months um so yeah 2015 was absolutely a year of a lot of healing a lot of growth mm -hmm. and we're now moving into a very healthy market so 2015, I agree with Maggie Gunnels on that. 2015 was a really solid year for sellers. Finally, finally, and kinda, for buyers too. Yeah, yes. It was a great year for everybody. Mm -hmm. the The market healed for sellers. So days on market weren't, you know, couple of years. They were a few months. Mm -hmm. So we we moved into a seller's market, but then also buyers have also benefited because rates are still so yes. low. And yes, the pr prices have started to come up in certain markets, but they're still affordable. Mm -hmm. There's still great inventory out there for buyers. So it's an excellent time for people to both sell and buy. Have you, I mean, that right there, 
We're talking with Maggie Gunnels. You captured 2015. The uniqueness that it's a great time to not only sell the home because uh, a lot of homeowners have been upside down in the last five or six years. And now as homes have appreciated, sellers can now get out of homes that they were kind of trapped in. So for sellers, it's been good news. But for buyers, as you hit on it, there's still in certain areas, some really good inventory to choose from. And if you work with the right realtor, it's so true, the right realtor, If you work with the right realtor, (laughs) you can find a really good home, but you got to really have a realtor who (laughs) is the right realtor. They know uh, how to get you that house. And, but um, the other thing that you mentioned, interest rates are phenomenal. I know it's a little bit harder to get a loan than, you know, 2004, 5, and 6. But if you just kind of erase those from the memory bank and focus on now, it's not that hard to get a loan no. if you have your act together. If you have your act together, you've got decent credit, you pay mm-hmm. your bills on time, mm-hmm. and you've got an income you should be able to buy a house. Um, if you don't have your act together, you can still get it figured out and talk with a lender and be able to correct some of those things maybe on your credit report that you need corrected. And then, voila, you can buy a house. So absolutely, it's a good thing what's happened over the last you know nine years. We needed this to happen because now the market, we've had all these quality loans put back into the market and, and is now what's that's why our market's so strong right now. We've had a lot of quality loans and a lot of cash invested into yes, the market. Yes. So it's just been the perfect storm for for a good market moving forward, at least for the foreseeable future. This is Charlottesville Insights. We're going to take a break. We're going to be right back with Maggie Gunnels. We're going to talk about the 2016 expectations. We're going to talk a little bit about what you need to do to sell your home if you're thinking about selling your home. And then we're going to flip that over and talk about how to buy a home in 2016. Charlottesville Insights. We're going to take a break and be right back in just a moment.